Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 11 of the 1973 podcast. Here we go again, another week, more NHL playoffs, NFL draft to talk about, a bunch of stuff going on. I'm here again with the best tag team in the podcast and biz, Gordon Soli of the podcast right under me, Thomas, and uh, a man to this side of me, bigger than the Titanic, because only 600 women went down on the Titanic. Let's get this going. <laughs> Damn, that's a hell of an intro. Here we go. Here we go. The Bruins are going into overtime as we speak. Thomas is on suicide watch. <laughs> He's going to be the biggest Maple Leafs fan in about a, you know, give and take about an hour. So let's get this rolling. So it's, it's better than being a Flyers fan. Oh, man. He's going to represent no matter what. So. Fellas, this week, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of uh, some upsets, maybe, if you look at it from a playoff perspective. Uh, somebody predicted Tampa Bay to win it all. This guy. That was me. That was me. It changed the bracket up. So here we are. We're rolling again. And and let's start with uh, this week's email. This week's email. This is coming from, this is coming from, from uh, Brayden or Brandon. Hey, you guys, great job with, with the new guy last week. New and, guy. Uh, as Bruins fans, what's up with all the sudden skid? Well, guess what? Thomas, I'm going to throw this right to you to, like, what is your pulse on suicide? I am telling you right team? now, I am predicting that this will go to game seven and it will go to overtime and the Bruins going to win in overtime 4-3 tonight. Don't worry. <laughs> it's in the cards. It's in all the right, cards. All right, Tom. As, as we're recording. Uh so a lot of a lot of things to talk about. One minute about. and three seconds. <laughs> I mean, like I said, anything other than what the whole uh, record of the season reflects. I mean, shouldn't even got this far. I don't know what what's going on. You know, they're, they're swapping goalies now. Swayman's in, and uh, they put Bergeron in the lineup, and they dropped two. So it's it's surprising. It's surprising to see. Tom, thoughts on Bruins Nation? Well. Let me say that I think that Montgomery has been outcoached in this series. I think the last game, they kind of panicked as a team, which I don't understand because they're all mostly veterans. I mean, they've all been here before. Montgomery, just to me, he didn't didn't counterpunch anything they did. He didn't try to change anything up in-game. Just kind of aggravated me. But I think the veteran leadership will take over in this game here. I mean, they've got to expect that it's – playoff hockey and nobody's going to roll over this time of year and the only thing i will say and i talked to the portuguese phantom about this tonight and the guys like lindholm have like no show this entire playoffs I mean, they all looked scared tonight in the beginning of the game everybody was missing on passes they were they couldn't get the puck out of their own end i mean he had a clear one-timer and he whiffed on it i mean it's just to me they looked scared in the beginning of the game What's up with the fans turning on them when they were down by two? That, that was crazy. I just think they were pissed off. This is That's New England fans. Look at – you go on Twitter and there was shitting all over Allmark. The guy's going to win the Vesna. He's more than likely playing hurt. I mean, you got to – they that they're like the players. They have to realize nobody's rolling over on anybody in these playoffs. Yeah, yeah, a couple, couple surprises. Um, you know, uh, the Colorado series going game seven. I think it started, uh, you know, as we speak. Uh, that's a, that's a shocker right there. But anyways, uh, Ed, thoughts on uh, the Bruins skid? Well, I, th- I think part of it is just that Florida is just playing really, really well. Yeah. The thing is, is that Florida's stars have stepped up. 
I mean, the last game, what is it? Three guys had two goals each, right? Yeah. I mean, so their their stars have stepped up. And, you know, I mean, the thing about it is, is that, you know, uh, I mean, look, uh, to echo both of your points, look, it's a, it's it's the playoff hockey and nobody's going to lay down. So I, I really think that, you know, I mean, both teams, I, I think that it's not really the Bruins playing bad. I just think that Florida is playing just really good physical hockey and, and their stars are stepping up. I mean, so, I mean, you, you have those two things. And then you, and then the third, and lastly, you know, when you have two goalies, you don't have any, and that that goes the same thing with quarterbacks in the NFL. When you have two, you have none. And it's the same thing in the NHL. It's the same thing. You gotta go with your hot goalie. You gotta go yeah. with your goalie. Yeah, and Florida is playing the series like it's the Stanley Cup for you know the the effort that they're putting in. Uh, Monitor is on fire. I mean, uh, nice. if, if I mean, what's he got? Six goals in the series yeah. from D. I mean, that's yeah. that's. Crazy. I mean, that's credit to him and uh, former uh, flyer that they let go, Ratko Gudis, playing uh, playing what he's uh, brought in for. So, I mean, he was on Tampa Bay last year, and you know, credit to him for the ways the way he's playing. And uh, thoughts on any of the other series going going uh, further, Tom? Like, uh, you know, um, what do we got still left? Uh, the Stars series with the Wild. Still going on. I, I, to be honest with you, well, Dallas won that series, right? Uh, yeah, they did. That's yeah, yeah they, they did. They, yep. they look tough. I mean, Ottinger, he's I, I'm really impressed with him, and that he's he's uh, really surprised me. And they've got some. I mean, they've had some good draft at Robertson. I mean, uh, Rupe Hintz, or whatever his name is. There, they yep. they've got some good young guys. I mean, I I don't like watching them, but it's just. And they got to get rid of those god awful jerseys that blow in the dark jerseys that they have. <laughs> the uh, the the Islanders uh, Carolina series went as planned four four games to two predicted in six, yep. so they're moving on. Uh, you know, any rest you get in the playoffs to a certain extent is good. Um, you have uh, the you know the Kings and Oilers series that went uh, yeah six, and uh, that was a definitely uh, a surprise. Hunter. Yeah. That was a shocker, and uh, they're waiting to play the winner of. Um, oh no, they are playing the Knights. Yeah, the Knights moved on. That was a that was an ass kicking. Uh, a- what do you What do you think of bonus coming calling out the stars of the game? Oh the- man, you know I love it. I love it. You know I, I think part of it is is that look man, and look it's the NHL. You know, and the thing about it is is that look, you know I mean Rick Bonus brought up a great point. You know, like you gotta get out there and play, and you can't play like scared or whatever you gotta get out there and actually play and he just uh, he called his guys out and i found it very interesting that like the jets said that he's coming back as a coach next year and um what's um blake uh the, i think he's the captain right oh, blake, 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 yeah yeah and i mean and he's he gets up there in front you know he's like and, and you know i don't necessarily disagree with him i mean that you know rick rick's comments probably should have stayed in the room you know I mean, but like, you know, it's it's right after a playoff series. Everybody's emotions are high and he's pissed off, man. Like, you know, so, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, quite honest with you. the Jets could have done what Florida did or Florida could have done what the Jets did and just roll over. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Vegas is no, you know, Boston Bruins. They didn't have the season they did. But, you know, right. you got to show up and you got to, you know, you got to yeah, you got to play. Yeah, I mean, you gotta and, you gotta, and if you can't beat them. With speed, you got to grind it out. You know that. Right. You got to yeah, grind it out. So. 
I'm not yeah, saying you're going to target so. guys, but you're going to make guys no. tired. You're going to make it not easy to play. That's you know, right. Muck, muck it up a little bit, you know, get a yeah. little get a little sandpaper in your game. If you're not used to playing like that, then maybe you don't belong uh, in the playoffs. It's just how I, it goes. I, I can't disagree with you on that yeah. at all, man. I, I really can't. Well, let's – so, Thomas, what did you think? I, I'm i impressed with uh, Vegas, but I got to say I'm – I'm glad. I'd like to see bonus. I think more coaches should call out their stars. These stars are so coddled and babied that I just think you you need to go like old school, not totally go Mike Keenan and go nuts and stuff. But uh, you gotta you gotta hold these guys accountable sometimes. Yeah, it's sure. not it's not um it's not the '80s or into the '90s, but you know no. that that coaching um style like Lindy Ruff and Tortorella and we'll say bonus now are, you know, that they're, they're few and far between. I mean, they're getting phased out too. And, you know, you're more uh, babysitting talent and, you know, you're letting these guys maybe have too much freedom with creativity with, with some stuff, but who knows if it's working. I mean, uh, you know, was, is Matthews the guy that gets Toronto over the hump for what they needed to do all these years where they've had so many superstars come through that organization and not be able to do it? So, I mean, 67 is the last time they won. So just figure how many stars have come through that organization. And is Matthews the guy? I mean, is it the right time for them? Who knows? I mean, the fans were chanting, bring on Boston after they won that series last night. So, uh, which you can see on the Facebook page, because, you know, if you don't belong to the Facebook page, 1973 podcast page, go and join. We post all kinds of stuff on there. Um, Shameless plug. Shameless plug alert. Shameless plug alert. We're cheap. We're on a budget. We're cutting coupons for this podcast. Hell yeah, man. (laughs) Buy three, get one free, man. Yeah, yeah, we're going to, if you have a 1973 podcast card, we'll, we'll punch it. You know, when you, you see go, us, say, you hey, go. I got the card. Let's punch it. I'll get a free episode out of it. If you uh, get 10 punches on the card, we'll let you come on as a special guest. <laughs> 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 it's like the old Bob Barrows with the pizza coupon. So there you go. Going. There you go. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll move away from um, NHL talk for right now. And uh, just want to mention thoughts on uh, – Jerry Springer passing away this week at, at uh, the age of 79. Thoughts on Jerry Springer, especially Jerry Springer from the 90s. Man, I, I'm I, I, man, I, I mean, it, it really is. It brings me back to college, man. I mean, we would come home from lunch in college and we'd flip it on. And I mean, you know, you knew it was going to be a fight. You knew that there was going to be a chair tossed, you know. And uh, it was, it was just, it was like. You knew what was going to happen. It was like watching a train rattle down the tracks, and you knew <laughs> that it was going to crash. Yeah. And you just had to watch it. Yeah. And you know, and the thing about it is, is that uh, you know, I mean, that that whole genre of TV. I mean, just think about, you know, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna leap over for a second. I'll leap back. You know, I mean, look at the Mari show. You know, yeah. just remember this: seventy percent of the women have cheated on the guys. Just toss that <laughs> out there. Just so you know, it's edgy comment. It's it's cutting edge right there. But I mean, think about that, what that really brought. Does that go for this podcast too? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, that's above my pay grade. <laughs> go ahead, Sully. You got stats on that? Got no stats on that. But I will say that uh, I a lot of people don't realize that he was the mayor of Cincinnati. Yeah, and you know, you know why he got bounced for being a, the mayor, right? No. He gave a prostitute a bad check. Oh, God. <laughs> That's how they pinched him for that. 
But uh, yeah, just uh, very iconic. If you grew up in the time, you, you remember the show. It started like that whole trash TV movement. Uh, and uh, on the flip side of that, it kind of had an influence on the uh, the writing for the Attitude Era um, in wrestling with the, uh, you know, Vince Ru Russo would steal a lot of those Jerry Springer type storylines and kind of put them on Raw. And you, you can kind of see some of the influence sprinkled on, you know, some of those attitude era raws so uh we'll move on from that and uh, i know that um one of the things you guys wanted to talk about this week was the nfl draft uh so i'm gonna kick it over to tom let's, let's kick some nfl talk over and see what we got sure so i want i just want to know who ed thought i don't know if you saw the uh the whole draft or not i i've got the first couple of rounds anyway but i was wondering who he thought had the best draft man i don't i it's so hard to say this year, I mean, because, you know, I mean, quarterbacks, like the guys that could pick their quarterback this, for this year, they're, they're talented. Right. But I mean, it's so hard to say, I mean, like, I mean, just, they could, they could be, you could have the Tom Brady that out there in the first round, but you, but I mean, Brady didn't get obviously drafted first round, but my point being is, is that some of these guys, it's so hard to say, like when they get to the show, what are you really going to do? Because most of the guys that went they, they at quarterback, these guys all played at the highest level. They played in SEC, ACC, all, you know, the big the big Power Five conferences, you know. So I'm kind of curious to see. I mean, because these kids come out of come out of high school so well coached, you know, because they go to seven on sevens, they go to throwing camps, they do all that stuff. They get personal trainers, they get all that stuff and that type of thing. So they're so different than what they were when we were growing up as quarterbacks. You know, and the thing about it is, is like as far as the defensive guys, you know, I mean, I, I really did like the Patriots pick up at cornerback. I mean, I think that they needed a, a big. They got it, I think, to, and he's just a – he is a good football player and he also is a, an extremely awesome athlete. Um, yeah. Last but not least, to kind of tie this back into the draft, I was really surprised that uh, with the Baltimore move when they actually signed that to hit him to the uh, – to the most to that contract you know yeah, i mean are, 180 yeah. million guaranteed like how yeah. do you build a team around that it's it's like you're handcuffing yourself so yeah all right i, I think, mean what do you guys think i'm going with houston and i think the raiders had a really good draft getting uh the defensive end from uh texas tech tyree wilson and then they got the tight end who i think is the best tight end in the league i mean in the uh it was best tight end in the draft michael mayer from notre dame and yeah, i think he, i agree yeah like, perfect Filling for they traded Waller, so now Garoppolo has a uh, tight end to throw to, and right. Houston getting C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson. I think those are probably two of the two, three best players in the draft, and they got them in the first. They got them both, so yeah. I I really I really like that, and I'm gonna kind of diss my team a little bit. The Titans, they I don't understand getting the quarterback they took Will uh, Levis. I mean. You just wasted a pick last year then with Malik Willis when you you got him in like the 13th pick in the draft. And now that you go and draft another quarterback. So it's, to me, it's a waste. One of those two is a wasted pick. It's There's no value yeah. in that pick. But I think part of it is just that sometimes like, you know, everybody kind of falls, falls in love with their binky at the draft, you know, each year. Like you, sometimes guys just get, man, he's like, I just want him, you know. And uh, to take it, you know, for, with Tennessee, maybe maybe that's one of those things that they just fell in love. One of the scouts fell in love with them, and then they just realized that you know something we need to get, we need to bring something else in here too to see what else we can build. Because um, 
you know, um, Derrick Henry is not, um, he's, he's, I mean, how much tread does he have left on the, on the, yeah, he's, there's year? a lot of carries in that guy. They, yeah, they very much so. so. And I mean, it's, you're, it's never a question about his work ethic or working out or being in shape or whatnot or whatnot. I mean, he stayed very healthy through, you know, his years at Alabama and the first, you know, what, three or four years there in Tennessee. So, I mean, they, I think that part of the business is they're trying to find their identity again. You know, yeah. and I mean, granted, they're going to be a very well coached team with because that's what Vrabel does. Yeah. Um, so that that's my take. And I I think that having um, Vrabel is like probably the most successful guys coming off the Belichick branch. To be honest with you, I mean, sure. he's he's really uh, he's really done well for himself there. I don't know. I I think they've gotten rid of the GM and uh, the team president. So I think. Unfortunately, he's going to be the scapegoat in the next year or two, but I don't think – I think they're on their way downward now with um, – Tannehill's on his last legs. They're even talking – there have been rumors of trading Henry. I don't think – they'd be crazy to, I think, but, I mean, it is what it is. It, that's the right. nature of the business. No, I mean, I I was just uh, – it's, it's very interesting to see – I didn't see a lot of wide receivers taken in the first round or the second round. Am I correct in saying that, Tom? Yeah, I think there was only two in the first round. Um, the guy from uh, uh, Ohio State there, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigaba or whatever his name, I can't even think of his name. And then I think Jordan Addison went from USC, went to the Vikings. So I think he'll right. he, he'll start for them with right across from Jefferson. And I think I really like that pickup. Yeah, I, I you know I, I think I think it's one of those things where. You know, Minnesota is definitely going to be one of those teams. I mean, especially with, you know, Aaron Rodgers leaving Green Bay and going to the Jets. I mean, like, who would ever have thought that Matt Jones would be the fourth best quarterback in the AFC East? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's hard to believe, you know, I mean, look, Belichick is not Mr. Exciting, but, man, he's he really is the greatest coach ever. You know, he's he's right up there on the Mount Rushmore of coaches. I mean, with, you know, Chuck Noll, you know, um, with – Don Shula and that type of thing. I mean, Vince Lombardi, um, you know, Tom Landry. I mean, so it's, it's really hard to say that, but I mean, you know, when you really, when you really look at it is, is that, you know, Belichick always seems to find good football players. Like they never got out competed last year. They definitely got out coached on the offensive side of the ball, you know? Yeah. Um, well, so when you have a defensive coordinator, Nat, that's a natural defensive coordinator as your offensive coordinator. That that's a recipe for disaster. I mean, oh, of course, yeah, for sure. You know, but I also think that the Patriots are kind of going through that, searching for that identity. You know, now we're we're what three years post Brady now, and I, yeah. I think that that's really what's happening. And and you know, I mean, obviously, you know, I am the you know mouth of the South right there. See, you know, uh, you know, Get I live megaphone. in the South, so you got to show that? the megaphone. Show the megaphone. Oh, yeah. Show the megaphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I even I even brought props tonight. I mean, this is the type of budget that we're on. I have a megaphone that doesn't work. You know? <laughs> I can't talk through it, but, hey, the thing about it is it is a megaphone, you know? And, uh, you know, so, I mean, I, you know, I, I went with props tonight, you know, trying to, like, you know, look, I had to get I had to get a megaphone that was not part of the budget, okay? Just for the FRII. I see you spent a lot of money on a hanger, too. I did, yeah, yeah, very much so. That's what I do. You know, I roll big down here. You know, I don't have a lot of Ric Flair drip, you know. <laughs> That's not legal in some states. Well, it's it's not. It's uh, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about the, you know, the jet flying. 
you know, the Rolex wearing, you know, that that's what I'm talking about. The other stuff, nah. I never heard of it. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Tom, thoughts on um, the draft to kind of bring it all back together? or? Well, I think overall, I think the team and even the Eagles – had a really great draft. I mean, they drafted, I think, three guys from Georgia who they were the national champs now. So I, I just think it was an interesting draft. The only thing I would want to complain about the Pats, and Belichick always does stuff like this, is fourth round, he picked a kicker. <laughs> You'd hardly ever see that. And the surprising thing is there was somebody drafted in the third round that was a kicker. So you never see that. Wow. Wow. That's, yeah, that's very that's, true, Tom. Very true. Don't, don't usually uh... – those guys go undrafted and they just kind of most of them go undrafted. Yeah. They, they kind of find them floating around some soccer field somewhere or, you know, <laughs> somebody's brother-in-law that needs a job. Well, guys, bad news. B's just lost. No. Yep. No way. No yep. way. I'm watching it right now. No, I, I can't tell you who scored because I'm on my phone, but they just. No. Yeah. They're already in the handshake line. Oh man, I'd hate to have a Panthers jersey on at the Garden right now. Imagine that. Oh my God, I can't even oh, imagine. That. That's brutal. This is the end for. I think this is it for. I think Bergeron's gone. Krejci's gone. I don't wow. think the ownership is going to sign any of those new guys back because of. I think it was your old guy that might have scored AC. I think it was Verhage. Oh, yep. Yeah. Oh, I just got the. Oh, the phone's blowing up right now. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, all the Bruins hate is uh, just texting me. I can't. All the, the oh, somebody must have done some voodoo in between the periods. <laughs> ooh, that's kind of oh, that's. Do we do we talk about that now? Well, yeah, we let's talk about it. Let's roll with it. Let's roll oh, with it now, Thomas. Roll with it now. Come on, this is you right now. You gotta I, now. I'm gonna, you gotta vent. I'm, I'm gonna vent a little bit, but I just think they were out coached. I think Montgomery was totally out coached this whole series by Maurice, and he didn't know how to react. I, they had no oh, it was any such adversity. a weak goal too. It was so weak. Oh, oh man. it's horrible. It was. It's one of those things that he didn't know how to react. He hadn't faced adversity all season as a coach. Whoa. And I think this is gonna be the end. I don't think Bergeron will come back. I think Krejci will retire. I don't think the ownership will sign any of those new guys. Wow, look at Ed's face watching it. He's like catching flies. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Uh, no, they, uh, they went, they went wait. gold. Thoughts? Jim Montgomery coming back? And you think oh, they'll, they'll bring, bring him back. back because they've signed him to oh, a wow. – I mean, they, they had an incredible year. Can't take that away from him. But you're in the end, you can only have one world, one Stanley Cup. So oh, there goes – One champ, so – so the outtake from this is I'm the only guy that's got the bracket still with Carolina winning yeah. the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, genius. Sure. Genius. Wow. Right from, right from jump street. Yeah. Wow. I'm looking at the I, bracket I, right now. I'm in it. I'm in it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm upset, I'm say, but you know what? I'm not going to burn my Jersey. Well, well you, I'm just, you've got a bunch of them to burn it back. Yeah. Yes. Tom, I'm just going to – I think that this is a perfect analogy of what happened today with the Bruins, okay? Yeah. You have, a, you have a, a true dilemma facing you tonight, okay? You can either go out tonight or you can go kill a turkey in the morning. <laughs> oh, just don't hit it with the car, though. Yeah. <laughs> that, that doesn't count as voodoo. 
<laughs> oh my god, I can't believe it. I think Sunway sacrificed a box of chicken in the oh, freaking water result. Tom, oh my god. To, we've been to so many of those games I would not want to be there with a Panthers jersey on. Can you imagine that? Oh man. Have the fans walk- are in shock. I'm watching now the they're just sitting in the stands just in shock. Wow. Well yeah, yeah. you know what's funny about this whole thing is over the shoulder glove side. Because they were so heavily favored. Do you think like the uh, the betting thing comes into play at all? You got a conspiracy with that? I don't think so. No. No. Okay. no. That Bergeron's okay. runs at center ice now raising a stick. Oh, man. Well, we we could put it on in with the podcast, but they would never let us post it on. Uh, yeah. Online for copyright. Copyright infringement. Yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this, and just because I've watched it four times since I was catching flies with my mouth there because I, I wasn't talking, you know, because I am the mouth of the South, so it either, it's either flapping or open. You never know. Anyway, no, it was a pretty weak goal, not going to lie. I mean, goalie dropped down on his knees, and they went right up over glove side, over his shoulder. I mean, and the dude had an open open sight to see it, too. There's no way that that should go in. I mean, he snapped it off, but, man. It's so it, was Monad- it was Mondador again that scored? No, so. it was Verhage, I no. think. Oh, Verhage. Oh, was it? Okay. Okay. Right. Guy, I didn't. I didn't hear it. I, I know you mentioned it the first time, Tom. I'm sorry. I, I didn't catch it. I was no, just no, no. Sh- it's all good, man. I'm in shock that they actually lost. I, I can't Berger, believe it. Bergeron, he's hugging all the teammates. Each teammate's coming up, hugging them before they go to the locker rooms. I, I'm pretty sure this is it for him. We've already been – I've already gotten – I've already gotten flipped to – um. To, um, out to the Colorado game, so I'm oh. not. I, I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing what you guys are seeing anymore. Yeah, I got it on Nesson. Any score okay. on uh, the other game? Ed? Zero zero with uh, with 11 minutes left in the first, and it looks like nobody's gotten too many shots off. It's four and four, uh, four shots each for Kraken in Colorado. Wow! So there's going to be so. a ton of posts between now and tomorrow. Oh man! You're oh yeah! See oh. Oh man, it, we'll see we, when we'll see when Florida plays Toronto if they're legit if they can give them yeah. a run. Go Leafs, yeah. go! Wow. wow, yeah. See, I told you. Hey, Andy, Andy, you oh, did wait. say that earlier. Oh, you did say this earlier. You did say it earlier. You there said it, it earlier. <laughs> yeah, you did. We love it. We love it, yeah. and it's all it. It's the best. Um, oh man, that's why you play the game, right? I oof. mean, seriously. I mean, I, but uh, remember, I, we talked about this when we went into the playoffs. We talked about, hey, it could happen, and it happens all the time when somebody wins the President's Trophy. Yeah. It happened again. The curse it happened still, again. The curse is still alive. Yeah, oh, yes, man, the President's that, Cup curse, yeah. That is the worst yeah. thing to win. I, th- yeah. I think it kind of puts your mindset in the wrong wrong set of, set of mind to go into it. You expect too much. I don't now, know. Now, did they pick it up? Did they pick it up at the trophy ceremony? They don't I don't it? know. I don't know. Uh, I don't Mr. Know. Pink Hat Revival in the background there? Where, <laughs> I know you know, so just say it. No, they, there's no – as far as I know, there's no – I didn't see anyone with the cup, so I don't – with the President's Cup, so I, I mean the trophy, so I don't know. Yeah. I'll be honest okay. with you. Um, I mean, so, hey, good, quick question so since we're still talking hockey and we've kind of circled back to it. Hey, what do you guys think about this year? Do you feel like that there's more fighting in the playoffs than there has been in a while? Guys? Uh, Fighting, no scrums, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, uh, the face washing and all that stuff used to be the dirty plays like Cal McCarr, Kale McCarr hitting that dude, and then who was it that hit Coughlin that broke his neck the other yeah, night? Yeah, right? uh, yeah, but that one was. I mean, come on, guys, we've all played. I mean, that one was it. It was it. I mean, it's terrible about what happened. 
but I mean, it didn't look like it was one of like, you know, it was a vicious intent, you know, it wasn't you know, like that. That's, I mean, that's my thought anyway. You know, what's uh, got to stop is the guys that get brushed and they try to sell a call. Yeah. Even the guys that yeah. are talented do it now. And it's, it's yeah. too much. It's too yeah. much. Man, the soccer flop. Yeah. Man yeah. up. You, you, that's the, what I was talking about, about the changing of the guy. With the old school, the new school, that that stuff's gonna stop. Play through it, be a man. Play through it. Yeah. I mean, if it's blatant, they're gonna they're gonna catch it. But the head whips for, you know, the stick rolling running across your face right. and it's your own stick that got hit in your face. Come on, relax, relax. Yeah. Let's let's play through it and try to win a series. But yeah. Anyways, uh, we're gonna we have a lot of time. We're gonna wind down. Tommy's gonna close it out with his pick of the week. Tom, what do you got yes, for a pick of the week? My pick of the week, because my salary is so low for this show, I have to go to a CD. So I'm going with Allison Chain's Dirt. My favorite. Nice. My favorite the, one. And, and it's a perfect CD for right now because, you know, I'm so depressed that the bees lost. You know, it's down in a hole. <laughs> down in a hole. And I heard a good story about this when they were recording it. Uh, they it was right the during. It was right during the Rodney King riots, They right when they were filming it, and Jerry Cantrell was in a package store buying some booze, and people were coming into the package store he was in, and they were looting. So he wow. ran out, and he got they got somehow got all the band together, and they actually went to Joshua Tree Desert and hung out there for four or five days until the riots went down. But they actually brought uh, uh, the guy from Slayer, Tom Sayara. Is oh, that Tom Araya, the guy that's yeah, the that, singer? they took him. He he asked, and he he actually hung out with them in the de, in the Joshua Tree Desert while they uh, while this whole was going on. They didn't come back until it was over. Wow, I didn't know that. And that's my favorite Allison Chains album. A uh, lot of good tracks on that. Oh, yeah. uh, I think pound for pound, that's their their best record. Uh, they don't have a big catalog of stuff, but as far as uh, overall vibe of that they're my favorite um out of all the grunge bands that's my favorite grunge band they're the most metal out of the grunge bands uh a lot of influences from uh you know sabbath they're even they're even big kiss fans and you know the way i feel about all those bands influenced by kiss and you'll after kiss is gone you'll hear more bands will admit that how much they were influenced by them but that that deep sound that they have on that the production great 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 album um if you've never heard it that's that's a that's a must own if you don't have it best one to buy uh and thoughts on that album no i agree i just man top to bottom just great album man i mean just remember like going for rides listening to that in either the jeep or the dune buggy you know <laughs> same man you know just, yeah you know yeah. Well, everything I don't even think I had a CD player in that doing buggy. I think it was cassette. I think you had to make a mixtape to throw something in that. Ah, <laughs> the mixtape. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, one serious, one serious thing about housekeeping. Just want to say this quick. Uh, you know, this isn't. You know, we normally bring up the you know the Portuguese Phantom, but I got another person. It's Spartan Six. It's going in for a little procedure in on Tuesday. Keep in your thoughts. Keep in your prayers. You know. Cool. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Tom, any quick shout-outs before we bounce on this episode? I want to give a shout-out to our buddy, Hav. I know this past week was a tough one for him, but uh, you got through it, buddy, uh, and we'll see you when you see you. Yep, yep, Hav, we're thinking about you. We're thinking about everybody that follows the uh, episodes every week, and uh, 
Great job last week, Chris. Uh, you know, uh, we're thinking about you, and you know, we'll yeah, man. we'll get you, yeah. we'll get you back job, on. Chris. Yeah, great job. Nothing but positive uh, feedback from that. So, you know, like, subscribe, keep following us on the channel, and keep keep it growing a little bit every week. We're uh, we're just chipping away, and you know, we're on a budget. Let's get it going. If you ever see a big guest on here, you know we're making money. <laughs> but but until then we're gonna get a couple other people on here for special appearances and uh you know get a little couple different things going and uh, yeah yeah, sure, man. yeah so until next week uh the bees are out so tom's all toronto now no, next wait, week, go pats go Patriots fan, now we're on the football. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You'll see next yeah. week there'll be a Cujo jersey hanging in the back. Guaranteed. I guarantee. No way. I, I have the Van Breesbrook uh, <laughs> Florida Panthers. <laughs> I like it. Go with that. So until Later. next week, we'll see everybody. Later on. See you guys. Later.